Welcome to the TV show show. I'm Brittany High, and I'm here with Rob Schulte. Here he is. Guess what? What? We're also joined by someone else. It's Roy Miles Jr., artist also known as Ghetto Geppetto. Hello, it's me. Roy. It is him. <laughs> welcome to the show. I feel welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank God. You can't thank see God the confetti, but... <laughs> I'm super excited. You can probably hear it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I hear it. So on this season, so far, we've had guests across the board. Old friends, new friends. One guy I met at a party that I thought was somebody else, but then we ended up <laughs> having him on the show anyway. And then... And then... Roy, uh, I'm so excited to have you on the show. I have to tell the folks how we met each other. Alrighty. I remember, but you As tell. you recall, <laughs> yeah, you're like, I was there. Yeah, I remember. We were at the Unruly party at San Diego Comic-Con last year. We were just sitting near each other, and then we just started talking about TV. That's all I talk about anyway. That's Oh, and I was just like, you know what? I have a podcast. I'm going to have you on it. It's all about TV. That's all I'm about. And nothing more. That's it. And at the time, though, Roy was like regaling me of like all these different like <laughs> this episode of Knight Rider, this episode of Miami Vice. And I'm like, I texted Rob. I was like, I have a future guest. <laughs> I'm like, I'm scribbling down all of these notes right now. I have to watch all of these shows. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> so, Roy, why did you pick Knight Rider? Like, what is your relationship to the show? Not so as a kid. I was a big Dukes of Hazard fan. And that was my jam. That was fully it. I was never going to watch anything else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, as far as, far as action and TV car driving and crashing. Man, oh, yeah. them Duke boys, you can never catch up with them. I mean, they had it unlocked. And yeah. <laughs> then NBC came out with this crazy ad campaign where they would show a non-decal General Lee-style st car, and they'd say, this car can go super fast and all this stuff. And then they would crush it. <laughs> <laughs> or they would have the Knight Rider, you know, kit right over it. And, and wow. what? it was just like, it was basically like, fuck that car. Watch. Yeah. 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 Winning me over right now with just you explaining it. The General Lee cannot talk. This car talks. <laughs> right. And I was like, oh, I, bye General Lee. Goodbye, Daisy. Goodbye, Bob. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm bringing on Flag and Bonnie and everyone to my team. Peace out. Yeah. So immediately there was some mystique to the show uh, and, you know, just everything about it. It was just very, very of its time, of course. But uh, when I look back, I look at it fondly. I look at both of those shows fondly. But uh, this is the show that got, got a lot of attention from me. And then the lore of the show, they just didn't, uh, you know, a lot of these shows are just like, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, which is can be awesome, but also like throwing in stuff like an evil car version of the yeah. car character or <laughs> an evil twin of Michael Knight or... Oh my God, really? Or even a giant evil twin driving semi-truck with the same powers as King Paul Goliath. What? So, I am blown away. So this episode is a very... It's a special episode, of course, where uh, it's called Kit versus Car, and uh, oh yeah, Car comes back to life from a previous season where they thought they had destroyed him. 
Oh, man. Brittany, had you ever watched Knight Rider? I didn't. Uh, it just, like, wasn't on my radar. And, I mean, obviously I know about Knight Rider. You know what I'm saying? The talking sure. car. Right. The For talking sure. car. The V-necks. Right? Uh, back in the David Hasselhoff glory days. That weird thing by his side, an infantilized sequoia. Yes. But no, I didn't watch it. I wasn't a, a viewer. What about you, Rob? Same, same. Uh, saw commercials, have seen uh, after the show had aired, you know, a lot of like maybe YouTube clips or something someone would throw in as a joke. But I didn't know the history or the universe. I just knew Mr. Feeney, David Hasselhoff, Talking Car, and Solving Crimes, which is enough for me. But right. I can't believe I had never watched it. Right. That's a lot. Yeah. So... Rob, would you read the episode description for Knight Rider Kit versus Car Season 3, Episode 5? Absolutely. Yes. So it says Kit's bad tempered prototype, Car, is found buried in the sand by a mechanic named John Stanton and his girlfriend, Mandy. Carr convinces Stanton to replace his damaged parts and give him a new look. Then he sets out to take his revenge on Kit and Michael Knight. After turbo-boosting into the Foundation Semi, John and Carr take possession of an improved laser Bonnie was preparing for Kit, and they use it against the evil twin. I mean, I mean, this show, that episode has everything. It does! (laughs) And if you weren't sure, they tell us that at the very beginning as well. Just lasers! is at the very beginning so like let's jump in yeah Uh, the first thing was it was like cool music and just like cuts and stuff and i was like oh is this the intro to the show it's pretty badass but then the actual intro to the show played after that and i was like was that a previously on without the preface exactly that's what it was well and then they also do these things that i've also noticed on colombo where it's like just telling you what you're about to see in this episode exactly It's so crazy. It's a trailer for the episode before the episode starts. Right, right, exactly. I definitely think that is something that needs to come back into style. If I got that before watching a Westworld episode, I don't think I'd ever be confused again. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It would be the best. Yeah. And then we get that that perfect purple haze actual intro, which just really sets the mood. A man in the desert, you know, like fighting crime. Like, I mean, just like... One man. And it's just so over. It's just so awesome. One man, one head of hair. If you're 11 years old, you already think of having the coolest car. What's cooler than a Trans Am, I guess, at that point? And, and uh, I am. Now you're driving in the desert. As fast as humanly possible. And dust is flying. Leather jacket, hair is a beautiful. So beautiful. <laughs> Did you guys get some Zach Efron vibes? Oh, I always get Zach Efron vibes. I never get Zach because I know that. <laughs> <laughs> the Hoff is the man. The Hoff is the, like Carr. Hoff is the prototype. That's wow. so true. That's so true. I take back what I said. Yeah. So you're getting Hoff vibes, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany, do you want to take the first scene? Let's do it. So we open on a beach and there's a couple metal detecting. <laughs> He's wearing really short shorts. She's wearing really short shorts. And he's chasing her with the metal detector as if um, he's going to hurt her with it. But it's playful. Yeah, it's, it's like uh, before the internet, what we had to do to have fun. You, to, right? you have to run on, a, on rocks, jagged rocks, yeah. with a metal detector and chase your girlfriend. I just, 
<laughs> he he finds something though. I mean, the 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 meter is speaks is, is just hitting one hundred percent on this metal detector, and he's like, "Did I get some Spanish doubloons? What's happening no, on this?" Beach? You know what he said was, "Hello, Tahiti." Hello, Tahiti. that's <laughs> what he said. <laughs> that's right. He also he also muttered under his breath like that she would take the gold doubloons that he would find also and start a bikini shop of her very own. Oh God, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's the dream. And I think that's a recurring theme throughout this is that she's gonna steal his money. Right. Yeah. That was that was another thing. Also, John, he's got plans. He's got a lot like for a loser because he is a loser. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. This dude's got dreams for it. not just him, but his like he's got a whole thing in his head. And it's only going to cost him $5,000, as we'll find later in the episode. Yes. They start digging in the sand, which uncovers a car. Oh, yeah. And someone, I can't remember if it was him or his girlfriend, they said, this isn't Spanish ruins. This is somebody's car. Oh, yeah. Just so you'll know, this black lacquer paint job is not a Spanish ship of some sort. (laughs) (laughs) And it's in pristine condition. It was kind of sticking out. They didn't need a metal yeah. detector. Yeah, <laughs> at all. It was about six inches under the sand. Yeah, the, the full bumper, front bumper was sticking out. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. All they had to do is look. <laughs> oh, man. But before they actually pull that car all the way out, we cut to Kit and Michael driving through a tunnel and honking the horn. Honking in a tunnel, really, Michael? Now, he says that it's, an American tradition to honk a horn in a tunnel. Have you ever done that? No. No. I think the only thing closest to that I'd ever done was when my parents would tell me we had to hold our breath when crossing a cemetery. And now I hold my breath in the tunnel just to see. I'll hold my breath in movies when they go underwater. I hold my breath. To see when well, I would just die. to make sure. I would, yeah, to just see to when check. I would die in the movie. If right. I was in deep blue sea, I need to know if I would survive this right. scene. And I know I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> they find out though that someone else is broadcasting on Kit's private frequency. Oh. And there's a disturbance in the Night Rider force, apparently. Yes. I love that. I know I'm like quote queen this episode, but there oh, are just like some like one liners like throughout that really got me. Michael turns into a surfer dude somehow. He's <laughs> like, wait, that's not supposed to happen. What I what I noticed also is that he just started madly pressing buttons on the roof of his yeah. car. Yeah. <laughs> Shit's not supposed to happen. Bang, bang, pow, pow, pow. Yeah. What the fuck are those buttons doing? Also, how much of the car is voice activated and how much of it is button activated? I I don't get it. Oh, that turbo, I think, can only be pressed by a human because, you know, a car would use it all the time. That's That's true. That's so typical of a car. Thank God they put in some safety precautions in these evil vehicles. Also, apparently the car only runs on turbo fuel. I wonder what that is. Probably something that involves milk. So, Roy, uh... Walk us through the digging out the car scene. Oh, my gosh. So luckily, they've driven an entire uh, tow truck down there because he has a tow truck. And they, yeah. and they lightly, they pull in and it's it's grinding the gears. And he's, and she says, you're burning the, the clutch. Or, and then he's like, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> As if it's, it's her pulling. But meanwhile, on the inside the car, car has turned himself on. And it decides oh, yeah. to help him out and just drives out. So it seems like he could have driven out at any point in his life. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah, pretty much. Uh, question for the room. If he is a car that can do whatever he wants, 
Why does he have to push his own pedal? I, you're asking. I'm not the, the complex engineer. True, true, true. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. I will keep these thoughts to myself. Thank uh, you. <laughs> no, but just to be clear, uh, anybody who hasn't seen Knight Rider or aren't familiar with all the characters, the car it, that we're talking about is named Car, K-A-R-R. So, like, I all of my notes are like, the car, car. <laughs> you know, car, the car. <laughs> and we'll try and say vehicle when we're just talking about the, the vehicle in question. Right. Car, car. Right. Yeah. The car, car. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. John is in love with this car. He is, like, taken back. He refers to his past as a high schooler and this comes up, it's a, it's a trope that comes up many times is that this car is giving him nostalgia vibes, hardcore. It's just making him feel like a young man again. Even though he's pretty he's, young. He's pretty young. Yeah. You know, I bet you if you went back and looked, he was probably like 24. Yeah, you don't wear shorts that short if you're old. Yeah. You do. Also, I think it's like one of those age retconning things. So like when we think about old people back in our day, you're like, man, that guy was old. But when you think like you looked it up, he's like, oh, that guy was 30. I just thought he was yeah. Old yeah. How they wore their mustaches and their tight, tight shorts and tube tops. And their little um, belly shirt. Belly shirt, tube top, belly shirt. Man, he, he had a look. Man, I know what I'm going for is Halloween this year. <laughs> Not that, right? Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going his car. <laughs> vroom, vroom. <laughs> I love when John is like, I bet George Lucas drives one of these. Exactly. All I can think is, no, he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Someone drives him in a jet. George Lucas doesn't drive anything that cool. Drives his Jetta. We do get a short scene where like Michael and uh, Kit are searching for the signal. Right. John convinces his girlfriend to let him drive her into town. Right. And they literally drive up the side of a sand dune like it ain't a thing. Man. So (laughs) car mobs out so hard on that beach. I really, really think he was just waiting for the right guy to come by. Because right. he, also, if you notice, they switched the cars out, and that car has like a good four inch clearance on, under the wheel wells. And so uh-huh. this will be a monster truck. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of monster trucks. Me so too. That's okay. Nothing with me. against it, but yeah. it, it was the old switcheroo. <laughs> that was definitely a standard. They're not wearing seatbelts, of course. They're just like going up on two wheels. And then the voice command technology, they discover, he says, music out loud. And then it it activates a tape. A Pointer Pointer Sisters cover of Jump In. It's not the Pointer Sisters. Damn! It is a cover of the Pointers. Yep. It's one of those. So NBC was notorious for this. If you watch these shows, Miami Vice, Monaira, they would always have modern music in it. But a lot of times they would say, eh, we can't afford to have those Michael Jackson beat it. But we can. We know somebody that sounds a lot like them. Yeah. Amazing. And of course, they would never sound anything like that. You know? Yeah. That's like, I think I remember those lyrics, but I don't remember this song. Or that voice. Yeah, at all. <laughs> That is not the point of this, but he is fully jump in and he is going. Oh, yeah. So uh, and then they arrive uh, down in the downtown area of uh, Beach City or wherever. Like. <laughs> the boardwalk area. Yes. Yeah. He's dropping Mandy off at work and he like casually makes fun of her for going to school. He, he's mad because she's a poli sci major. Yeah. 
I, she does stand up for herself and he does back down, but it is a weird thing to be angry about. Right. I think, and I wrote this down several times about several people, and I'm going to say it, I'll say this more than once. <laughs> John is an asshole. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he's, when, when he made fun of her being a poli-sci major, I was like, oh, he's an asshole. Okay. Yeah. That's all the information I need. That's all I need. Yep. He does promise to return the car to the authorities, though. Right. He does. And then we jump to the scene. Michael's still in his car, Kit, and he's having a meltdown. But what I was thinking was like, why won't you just pull the car over if you're so upset, you know? Mm-hmm. But then what I loved is I said it out loud. I turned to Rob. We actually watched this episode together. I turned to him and I said, why won't you just pull the car over? And then the next scene shows John driving car car. Right. And he's like kind of freaking out. And he's talking about his childhood. And he's like, as soon as car speaks to him, he immediately pulls over, which I thought was the appropriate response. 100%. Let me pull over. Now, here's the thing. Let me, <laughs> let me give some background here. Um, Please. We hear the voice of Paul Freeze. Now, Paul Freeze is the voice of the Haunted Mansion, and they call him the voice of Disneyland. He's part of a lot of attractions of the original rides. He's uh, one of the voices, even in the, the Pirates of the Caribbean. He, he's a beloved and cartoon voice. There's no turning back now. Hello, my name is Booberry. Follow your nose. Oh. But not the original voice from the first episode where Carr appeared. Uh, that is Peter Cullen, the voice of Optimus Prime. Really? Uh, so originally Optimus Prime, now the ghost host from the Haunted Mansion. What? Now they're that is awesome. And if you watch that original episode, their attitudes are completely different. Uh, Peter Cullen plays them like he's a, a an awakened life form that doesn't know much about everything, and so like sort of like Data, like oops, you know, like a, oh. Or almost like a lore. Yeah, like he's a learning robot. But, yeah. but the Paul Freeze version is just a maniacal, evil car. Right. He's learned that the only way to get ahead is, yes. is by crime. This is how you do it. Wonderful. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. It's wonderful. Also, one more thing. There's a lot of naked people in that town back there. <laughs> a lot of crazy bikinis. Of radical shorts. Radical shorts and radical cars. <laughs> Where are we at, Britt? Well, Michael is standing outside of the car, car, and he's thinking he must be on candid camera, which was still like a big show back then. And Car is saying to him, I'm not a car, but you can call me car, which must have been really confusing to him because he probably didn't say K-A-R-R. It's like it's like a nickname. Don't worry about it. Uh <laughs> Everyone reading TV Guide will get it. He did say the night automated roving robot. He did say that. Uh, Oh, yeah. You call me on it. Okay. Uh, (laughs) But uh, he somehow convinces John to get back in the car car. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because why wouldn't you want a car car like this? Uh, Did he convince him by telling him he would be Aladdin and he'd make all his wishes come true? Yep. (laughs) Oh, yes. Think of me like your genie. (laughs) He says, does that make me Aladdin? He's like, if that works for you, dude, whatever, just get in the front seat. Whatever you say, human. <laughs> At the same time, uh, Michael sees, well, Michael and Kit see Car speed past them while Car is showing all of the cool stuff it can do to John. 
And right before that, actually, like Mike, excuse me, John is driving car uh-huh. a thousand miles per hour past a cop car who starts to chase him. Of course. It's terrifying. Yes. And then he passes Michael, who Michael's like, I'm really stressed about this. And then he's like, oh, God, this car. I was right. Something's weird with this frequency. Kit goes, that can't be car. We destroyed him two years ago. He was even like, I saw it. Michael puts his foot so heavy down on that pedal, boy. He goes in hot pursuit mode without even <laughs> thinking. That's really David Hasselhoff pulling off in that car. <laughs> oh, my God. And the shit almost goes out of control, like, right there. Yeah, I do love when they say, like, give me a visual on that license plate. It just zooms in on the license plate that says car. Yeah. With yes. Like, yep, that's him. That's him, all right. <laughs> if you weren't sure, that's him. Check it. <laughs> yeah. So Carr is about to run into a semi-truck, but he does the turbo boost and jumps the semi-truck. But Kit can't make it in time, so he has to, like, peel out and get he gets arrested. Yeah. Does that happen often, Roy? Like, does Michael get into trouble? Like, that seemed so casual. Uh, Michael is trouble. Is he? Oh, wow. So. Is he trouble? He is trouble, and he's always in trouble. Uh but he's a good guy and was once a criminal himself. And so he's, uh, you know, he's seen a few sales. But this is just a regular everyday thing. They bailed him out. They didn't even ask him why he was in there. Right. <laughs> so we see that Michael's, when he's out of jail, he's talking to the head of, in my short research, the group is called Flag. Right. Yeah. Um, they made Kit, but I don't know if they made Car. And they're also the Knight Foundation. And, yes, and they also it. they did make car. Car was the original prototype, uh, as he says constantly. Uh, yeah. And Devin Miles uh, and Bonnie are basically the uh, the Charlie of the Charlies and Angel Charlie and Bosley of this show. They're the ones. Gotcha. Facilitate all of, of the. And she's sort of a cue, like a James Bond cue. She puts the gadgets in, uh, in kit. He, she's the mechanic, which is pretty cool. Like you don't see a lot of women mechanics on hype like she's an engineer so i thought that i've always thought that was pretty cool and she doesn't have any patience for michael she's just like she doesn't have any time for that rogue bullshit like rogue mail stuff well so what is the place that they go to next it's like uh it's the boat place like yeah (laughs) well it just wasn't ever made clear or maybe i blinked when they showed a sign like frank's boat shop or whatever but i totally was like where are they? The boat shop is called uh, Mr. D's. Uh, <laughs> it's Mr. I tried to get the screen grab from the half shirt he was wearing earlier. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's, a, it's called Mr. D's uh, Boat uh, and Repair. But the guy who owns it's name is Eddie, so I never understood that. But the, the, <laughs> the name of the place is Mr. D's. Uh, and I wrote another aside here. John, although he's an asshole, John is a sad sack is what I wrote. He really is. Yeah, he's now like wearing khakis and a jean jacket. He was wearing full length clothes at this point. Yeah. I didn't even recognize him. It took me a moment to register who it was. A whole nother guy. Yeah, without the yeah. shorts, how am I supposed to understand this? Yeah. The clothes really make a man. But doesn't like the garage that he has car in like kind of like it's like lights and stuff? Like what? It was like so futuristic. But that is, you know what that is? That's a painting booth. Really? Oh. That's where they paint. For the boats. For boats. <laughs> but they would normally paint cars. And I think that's how he got that new paint job later on.
say it. Oh, yeah. In a painting booth. Yeah, I do love the little aside earlier. Like, I think it's in the scene. I want to change my appearance. It's like, right. oh, geez, what a vain car. Yes. <laughs> a vain vehicle, I should say. Um, so, so the boss, Eddie, comes out and he's telling John, like, because obviously John drove off in car and so he left the pickup truck before at the beach. He's like, dude, you can't leave the trucks at the beach. Meanwhile, Carr is x-raying Eddie oh outside God. of the building. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> Talk to me about this. Yeah. Now we know how evil this guy is because he goes, a peacemaker. <laughs> like, what an asshole. I wrote down here, Carr is an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, like, Carr has secret cameras all over this place that he can <laughs> spy on them while he's in the garage. Yeah, is he using satellite technology? I don't, I don't know. Has to. Has to. NASA secrets. Here's some funny stuff, too. So just like John has big plans for Mandy and himself, Eddie has big plans for John. Oh, yes. He wants him to take over or at least be the benefactor if he's uh, if he kicks the bucket any day now. He wants the shop to go to John. He's like, all you got to do is give me 10K, baby. I'm just like, no deal. Okay. Like, I don't want this. Pe- what? This is not even a real business. He's like, you want me to buy your failing business? What? Yeah. <laughs> you don't seem very happy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Michael's on the lookout, Britt. Oh, my gosh. Michael's on the lookout, and I have it written down. He goes to the boardwalk, and he asks a lady who's deep-throating an ice cream cone, have have you seen this car? And he's just showing this lady a picture of the car, and she's like, no. And then he asks a mailman and a hot dog cart worker. That's a pretzel cart worker with a... Oh, Okay. (laughs) Mylar balloons attached. But it's just, it's the the people that they got for this, I felt like was... Hilarious. It pleased me, yes. Babes, hunks, pretzels, you got it. So then he goes into the... uh, The bikini shop! The one store he decides to go to is the fucking bikini shop. Yes. Called Endless Summer. Oh yeah, perfectly titled. If you look at the wall of Endless Summer, it has no, there's no stucco or drywall, it's just... The blank walls that somebody stapled bikinis to. Yeah, yeah. It's an unfinished job. <laughs> Michael uh, is interrogating Mandy. For some reason, right? Right. Uh, when John pops in from the back. Yeah, he asks her more questions than anyone else. Uh, Michael's like, you know, if you need anything or if you f- have more information, please call me. John's like, what was that all about? <laughs> he fully hassles her. Like, yeah, he that's where the Hasselhoff must come from, because <laughs> he <laughs> hassles the shit out of her. Like, does he have a sixth sense? Does he like right? He can tell when somebody's lying. He's like this pretzel man. He's he's telling the truth. Well, you know, later in the episode, uh, Carr is like or Michael's like Carr will change you. He will change the way you think to John. <laughs> right. So I'm wondering if Kit does that to Michael, which gives him super interrogation skills. I think there's some meta stuff underlying powers that they never mentioned, but Mike definitely has a, a, a sixth sense. Yeah. Really does. There was a few times where they mentioned that poor John only makes four bucks an hour. Ugh. It was a different time. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, but after Michael leaves, Mandy gets a phone call and they find out that Eddie has had a heart attack. He was just talking about it 10 minutes ago and he had one. I mean, 
God damn, man. And I tell you what, car don't wait. No. Car, he does it. That is the quote of this episode. Car don't wait. Car's like, <laughs> oh, you got a, a little problem. Let me, I'm going to go ahead and exploit that right now. You got a little tip. Yeah. Zap. <laughs> it ain't right. No. So Michael is at the Knight Rider headquarters. And he's yelling, but I don't know why. And uh, does anybody understand? <laughs> okay, so I, I, I've watched this episode three times recently. And thank you for your service. Why is he so against the laser? And what's this? A laser intended for me, no doubt. I have no what? idea. What do you have wrong with the laser? His reasonings are, he's like, I can't let the trail get cold. This is happening now. You don't understand. I was like, did he kill his mama or something? Like, what is yeah. the deal, baby? Like, it's- also, it's like the laser's not done. Right. So right. you can still go search for him while we try and finish the right. laser. Like, and it's, it only takes a couple minutes. It's like, I got to keep the pressure on, baby. He's got to keep the pressure on. Is car that dangerous? Well, yes. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> I mean, he's giving people he just meets heart attacks. That's yeah, so true. That's, true. that's, so that's true. true. Uh, but this is the perfect time for the three of them to, or I should say the four of them, to really buckle down and act as a team, even if there is no laser ready. Right. Uh, but we do go to the hospital after this, and it's quite yes. frightening. Yes. Uh, Eddie... Uh, Mr. D himself uh, is like, John, okay, I know I said 10K, but look, I am about to die. I will sell it to you for 5K. <laughs> I don't know what he would do with the 5K if he's about to die. But right. Hospital bill, maybe. True, true, true. Don't want to leave oh. the burden on the fam. He's, uh, he's like, just think about it, John, and, you know, maybe something will come up. Right. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you'll get $5,000 in the next nine minutes. This yeah. is like something I feel like my dad has said to me before. And I, he's like, and I remember one time when my dad, like, he wanted me to give him money. And I was just like, you keep talking to me like I have the ability to create money out of nothing. <laughs> That's like the only time I've sympathized with John this entire episode. It's just huh? like, how do you expect me to just get $5,000? Right. I work for you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't afford a full t-shirt, okay? (laughs) You're a man that is willing to sell your entire business for (laughs) $5,000. You haven't been paying me. I have 35 cents. Also, can I point out that like Eddie is too comfortable in this hospital bed. He's got like his arms behind his head. He didn't break his arms, but his arms are up. (laughs) Here's another thing, a little aside I put. Um, When John leaves car, he pops the shit out of his jean jacket collar. Like, oh, shit. And it's not the only time he pops that collar. He also, I thought to myself, because he basically talks him into doing a robbery. And I, I thought, a car couldn't talk me into anything. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> well, but, uh, so you're, you're correct. He talks him into doing a robbery. He, but he like, it, why does car need him? Like, why can't car just do his own thing? Right. I think yeah. Car just likes using humans as pawns. Maybe it's that turbo button yeah. thing that we were talking about earlier, but it feels like he's got a lot of things he can do without using the turbo button. Yeah, I mean, he. Well, as we know later, he ends up getting his own laser. But I, I don't want to move up too far. <laughs> we are me. almost there. <laughs> so Michael's still cruising around though, looking for Car, 
And then his friend, Bonnie. <laughs> I said his friend. I don't think that they're friend, but. Co-workers. Uh, co-workers. 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 She's like, uh, like watching the little TV and they say good news. But does anybody know what actually was happening? Uh, uh, it seems like the laser was ready. It's actually functional now. And it has double capacity. Ah, uh, yes. But Michael is not comfortable yet for some reason he's still hating the laser idea he does not feel reassured like for a man of the future he's really resistant to take on this laser technology laser is like the number one future technology i know just give me some freaking cars with some freaking lasers in them what what do i gotta do yeah <laughs> right somebody's handing you a laser but car car knows about this laser as well though Britt. yes tell me about it uh, he knows where the semi is, he knows about the laser, and he just turbos himself with John in the car into the semi, and John steals the laser. That Bonnie just happens to be holding right there. Yeah! She's like, hang on, I gotta turn the channel, car's breaking into the semi. What the hell am I looking at? So check it out, though, Car didn't know about the laser, he came for some kind of fake flux capacitor, and then he says... Oh, a laser. A bonus. That's <laughs> right. I was going to steal something else, but the laser, that's cool. That's better. Yeah. You see Michael meet up with the semi. Right. And Michael recognizes John from the video surveillance that somehow we got about. Yes. Right. She says, I got it. And she shows this perfect high definition yeah. shot on film footage of that guy. <laughs> Yep. You know what? This is a good time. This is a good time for a commercial break. Absolutely. Let's go. Let's go. We'll be back. All right. We're back. Welcome back to the TV show show. Brittany, we're watching Knight Rider. We're with Roy. It's it's a great time. I'm learning so much. That was a great commercial. Let me just say. <laughs> We are inside car and John is having an existential crisis about car. Right. He heads up to an ATM because he knows that if he gets the $5,000, he can own Mr. D's. But did he want to own Mr. D's, by the way? That's what was also confusing to me. That's so much Eddie's dream. And it's not his dream, but... <laughs> it's not John's dream. <laughs> Lots of projection. A lot, a lot of people projecting their wants and desires on other people. The car's projecting them on uh, John, and uh, Eddie's projecting on John, and John's projecting on Mandy. It's just like everybody's a projector. Ugh. It's just the circle of life. I really would like to know everyone's opinion on the interaction between the elderly woman, John, <laughs> and the ATM, because the ATM does talk in this Oh, episode. well, let me say, I have something written here. Uh, this is this will be number four. The ATM machine is an asshole. <laughs> mm-hmm. It, it is hassling this woman, another hassler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Please enter your nine-digit secret code, your date, number, and your the older you are, the harder they make it. And I thought, is there a message here about how society treats the elderly? Is that what's happening here? I have that written down too, Roy. Like, I agree. <laughs> I agree with the woman, how society just throws you away. That was a nice sobering moment right there. They punish you the older you are. I mean, it was and deep. the harder they make it. <laughs> 
But yeah, the old lady can't get money out of the ATM. But then John walks up and car flashes his car lights and then money starts pouring out. And she's like, oh, I guess you have the hang of it. And then he gives her a hundo. He's like, consider it a gift from the age of technology. (laughs) I like when she says, they certainly don't resent you. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of Illuminati's deep. Yeah. Maybe partial dementia. Yeah, yeah. Like, but hey, she got the money. That machine asked her for her date of birth, her home address. <laughs> wow. Her PIN number and her social. And her favorite snack. All old people should know not to give any of this information to any machine or person on the telephone. I just want to say that. At all. That is a perfect PSA for this episode, 100%. Y'all, that reminds me, very off topic, but the last time I was on my grandma's desktop, which it's been a while, don't get me wrong, but there was this icon on her desktop that was a skull, and it was like, delete, delete, or something, and I was like, Grandma, what is this? And she's like, I don't know, it just popped up one day. (laughs) I'm scared to click it, and I was like, yeah, what what are you doing on here? Why do you have a dancing parrot in the bottom corner of your desktop? Hey, where do you, where can, I want to download that from my computer. <laughs> Everyone loves Clippy. Oh, yes, Clippy. Just bring him back. <laughs> Speaking of being back, we're back at the boardwalk. At the bikini shop, Hasselhoff is like, where's your boyfriend? And she's like resistant for about four seconds before <laughs> she just gives all of the information. Michael's like, he doesn't need protection. He needs help. It's so but- true. And this is where we find out that these cars have a way of changing people. But it's pretty quick, like you said. She gets <laughs> yeah. it up after like three seconds. And uh, we move back to now Eddie's out of the hospital. And John is like, here's the money. Now, here's a, a, something about Eddie. Eddie's Margaritaville get up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That is the, the captain's hat, the tropical shirt, the so good. the... the scruffy beard i mean how much cocaine does this guy do it's probably not as much as he wants to do yeah is there ever enough he does have a heart problem right that's what i'm thinking i was like oh i get it now i get yeah i understand everything i am beginning to respect the subtleties of this show more than i did when i initially watched it (laughs) that's why you're here (laughs) thank god because i wasn't sure for a moment Eddie is like, I can tell something's going on between the new car and the sack full of money. To which I say, why didn't John put the money somewhere? He's literally carrying around a sack full of money. <laughs> it's like there's a dollar sign on it. It's also got apples in the bag. Who yeah. knows? John's from the other side of the tracks. You know, he does, he's not used to this sort of wealth. So and right. as we soon find out, so is Eddie. Oh, so, oh. Well, the, he's cars like how's the pacemaker, Eddie, and it's like what? Did you do this? It is Michael's in kit, and he's facetiming with Bonnie. I was so shook that they had that technology. Oh yeah, but I actually didn't know what they were talking about. So, <laughs> well, that's also part of the future. Uh, hey, well, one more thing about about car and Eddie. Eddie says, "You, that's right, boy." And Carr says, don't call me boy. <laughs> yep. Eddie 
is like down to clown with car though. He's like horny to make a deal oh, with a car. Oh, he stuck all the way in that window. It's like, yeah. Yes, yes. We're going to be partners. Yes. 50-50. Car's like, like this bounces really back, back and forth real quick between Eddie and the Michael scenes, but like Michael wants these high tensile reflectors that we were talking about and <laughs> right. could have zero reason to know why at this point. But then we get back and Eddie's like, there's an armored car. We're going to fucking get this car. Are you ready? You want to do this? Car's like, I don't need money or gold. What do you think I am? But what does car want? A oil change every once in a while? Like what's the deal? Like what does car get out of it? Well, Eddie tells him. They, they, yeah. they all, hey man, you need repairs? You need a place to hang out? You need <laughs> yeah. new paint job? You need some boss ass wheels, boy? Where do you think that's gonna come from? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we soon learn that Carr might have ulterior motives, but he's gonna go with this plan to uh, at least get Kit and Michael in this place where he needs them. Now, is there, does Carr cuss? Does he say damn at one point? <laughs> Edgy! I who oh, I don't know. I might have had an edited version of this episode. He said, "Damn." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, so we do cut back to endless summer, where Mandy gets a phone call from John. Yes, but it ain't John. Oh wait, but did we do the thing where um, Michael comes to the boat place and like Kit comes to protect him, and Michael is threatening Eddie? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes. Did I make that up? No, no, okay, because that's before the bikini shop. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, that's right. You are correct. Th- that happens, so that's how they know that there's going to be a robbery. Um, yes. This is how they, they know the plan, but this is really Carr's plan is to let them know that he has a plan. Oh! The cuts are just back and forth so much. Just try and stay on board. So so what did happen? Like, Roy, you obviously pick up more subtleties. Like, I'm like, I don't know what they're talking about, but she seems mad. Uh, <laughs> what did happen in the boat shop garage parking lot situation? So David goes into the parking lot and tells uh, Kit, lay back for a minute, man. I'm going to go because he can detect you. As soon as he, I get in there, I'll let you know what's going on. So the minute he steps in there, car's like, yo, there's somebody in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. So he detected my, and then boom, bust out the door and almost runs him over. And of course, Kit's like, fuck that. Boom, boom, boom. He doesn't make that noise, but he gets in there pretty quick. And then they're face to face. Yes. We look so much alike. We could be brothers. We could be sisters. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> we could be sisters. Uh, so David jumps in the car and they bap out. Wow. Out of here. Yeah, it's like the very first, it's like the, the the hero's journey, except Carr loses the first battle. Right, exactly. He's like, boop, 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 I need to go get an oil change. And of course, yeah, he ends up asking for those high tensile uh, reflectors from Bonnie, who's like, what the fuck would you use that for? She has no, has no idea, but David's got a plan, he says. Yes. And then uh, we do have that phone call that's uh, masked by Carr, and Mandy then goes to meet who she thinks is John, in a parking lot by the beach, but it's just car. But when she left, I was like, who's running the bikini shop? Wait, I know. You just can't just leave work. Back in five. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it's not her main focus. Car has the ability, as does Kit, 
to immediately black out tint his windows, which worked yes. to his advantage because he could lure anyone into that carriage just by pretending to be another person. So the windows are tinted and it's like John's voice being like, quick, get in. And then she gets in and he's not there. And then all of a sudden windows aren't tinted anymore. Or even worse, she gets locked in the car and it's red inside. Well, yeah, that too. That's the worst part. And that shit is terrifying. (laughs) Oh, man. So we do cut to a scene after that where John shows up to Mandy's house and then he runs around to the parking or the driveway behind the house. And guess who's there? It's Mr. K-A-R-R. Car actually yells, I'm over here, come in the back. Yeah, and, uh, oh, that's right. As Mandy. As Mandy. (laughs) And uh, John quickly learns then that Mandy is in the car under distress, and Car is like, you know what, you're going to do what I say, or I'm going to kill your girlfriend by extreme sauna powers. And man, he turns the heat up. All the way to 120 plus. Oh, I don't even get in hot tubs that hot. I mean, man, is he trying to bake a potato? Leave that woman alone. <laughs> she did a good job. I had anxiety for her. Dude, like when she got in the car, when it locked in on her, the whole thing, I was like, I got to say, this could be its own movie. Yes. Oh, yeah. This is like that movie, The Car, uh, or like, uh, Chris- <laughs> or Christine, you know, like. Yes. This is terrifying. This is terrifying. And her makeup's running. It's hot as fucking. Oh, you ever been my. in a hot car? Oh, my God. Yes. I get hot at like 90 degrees. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was it was terrifying. So, of course, he has to comply. Yeah, he agrees. He's like, OK, fine. I'll drive the car. Sheesh. <laughs> I'll drive the car car. <laughs> yes. Fine. I'll drive the car car. So Michael's back in kit and he drives into the kit car and he drives into the back of a semi truck truck. So I guess it's like a universally known thing. That is the headquarters. That's where I realized in the episode because before when they were in the semi truck, I thought it was like such a happenstance, which is so dumb. But I'm just sharing. Right. And there's also so there's a headquarters, which is like a palatial estate. And then there's the truck. The truck is the lab, basically the roving lab that. So that uh, it's like a, a a roving pit crew for a kid. That's convenient. It's, it's completely convenient. <laughs> but it's so spacious and luxurious. The Knight Foundation is highly funded. Devin, is that his name? Devin. Older guy. He says something to Bonnie and then Bonnie turns something on. Can you tell me what's going on? Okay, so. It's lasers. It's lasers. He says, let's get everything ready. She says, I'm checking the. EKs and the uh, spectrometer, like she just started making shit up. And then they <laughs> they zoom into a digital readout of some machine, and I was like, the machine is doing nothing. It's not even plugged in. It's not even plugged in. But they made a big deal to make it seem very scientific. Yeah, I, I couldn't even follow it. It was very convincing. The latter consisted simply of six hydrocoptic marzal veins, so fitted to the ambifacient lunar wane shaft that side fumbling was effectively prevented. A lot of times in these older shows, I, when they do that sort of sciencey geek talk, I understand everything they're saying because they're using <laughs> words that weren't part of the vernacular back in the day. But are like right. common yeah. words now. There was some shit in this episode. I was like, I don't know what the fuck they just said. <laughs> lasers, though. Shit, you got shit, me at lasers. Lasers <laughs> and like reflective yeah, shields. I understood or whatever that, but after about. that, cars got the laser. <laughs> Michael's got the reflectors. What's going to happen? 
Oh, Rob, fuck. tell us what happens in the desert by the overpass. Oh, man. <laughs> they are in Ravine City right now, y'all. <laughs> and car pulls up to the bridge that the armored truck is going to be crossing. And he's like, look at this. I can just drive through a couple of points of this bridge and that armored car will be stuck. He's a genius. And uh, John is still apparently uh, turning the wheel of the car. Right. But car is controlling the car. He's just pretending. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to have fun. It's like when Pretend. You, it's like uh, Maggie on The Simpsons when Marge is driving and she's pretending to drive in the, in the beginning. Perfect, perfect analogy. Yeah, I mean, I know exactly what you're talking about. So. Yeah, yeah, TV reference. <laughs> and that's how I relate to people. Yeah, yeah. So at this moment, though, because like, you know, we've been on a journey. Lots has happened. But Carr, it was just clear to me. It's like Carr is really just a bad boy. He just wants to destroy he doesn't care. Like, what? what is his motivation other than to just... He wants to kill Kit. He wants to kill Kit. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's also killing real people because they're falling off the bridge. People aren't real to him. They're just pawns. <laughs> and what he really... What ends up happening is he doesn't care about people, whether they live or die, because Michael gets on his loudspeaker and is like, you want us. You don't care about Mandy or John's. You don't care if they live or die, so just let them go. They're literal nobodies. Yeah. They are. They John are losers. Sucks. But they're having, they're essentially like two cars having a shouting match. <laughs> Car, let them go. Your impudence is amusing. So then he, Car just gives up the people he captured and then he starts doing donuts and playing chicken with Kit. Exactly. Is that what this show is about? Yeah, a couple of lasers are fired. The lasers were pretty impressive. I was surprised that they were green, first of all, because, but I guess they're green because they were for Kit. I guess if they made a laser for him, they would be purple or red. So that's uh, right on as far as uh, sci-fi tropes go. They're right. They had that. I mean, there's no blue portals. Right. But. But, you know. A green laser is definitely in line with that. Yes. I found it pretty interesting that like kit could get hit by the laser a couple of times right before he was destroyed right and he's 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 they both are basically bulletproof and indestructible but you can only take so much damage i guess uh, i guess so he could take a couple of direct hits from the laser but that's it so like yeah car shooting lasers at kit and kit has the deflector so they're hitting car they're but they're continuing to spin i mean just just to paint the picture they're just spinning <laughs> donuts all around donuts in the in the in the dirt that's all that's happening and then i'm sorry uh, our special guest roy do you want to walk us through what happened just like what happens next all right so this is amazing he cannot kit k i t t cannot Take another direct hit, Michael. He tells him, I can't do it, baby. <laughs> can't hang. And he's like, that's okay. I got you, baby. If this works, we're going to be all good. But we're not dead yet. He also says that. I'm, we're not dead yet. Car shoots a laser. Michael rolls up his window, and his window has the reflector, the high tinsel double reflector. That's why it becomes like sort of silvery. My favorite effect of the episode. Shoots the laser back, reflects the laser back, boom, and knocks out the, the doohickey inside of car. Look, they, they, they zoomed in on a microchip and it caught on fire. <laughs> so I think that disengaged the laser, which is, you know, it seems like a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know if all of the repairs were made. I would say that lasers should be able to get hit by lasers. I'm just saying. Yeah. Right? In, in the rules of lasers, it yeah. should be the case. <laughs> and then they decide to go head to head. And Kit destroys car in this head-on collision. I mean, obliterates him. They fly up in the air at the same time and smash into each other and there's a big explosion. And I'm just curious, like, did they plan that? Did they know that? You should have seen David Hasselhoff's face when he was about to impact. That was so classic. Well, you know what? Michael's like, if this is how I go, if I go, I'm going to go killing Kit, my best friend's evil twin, (laughs) saving humanity (laughs) and die inside my best friend. That's uh, a dream. That's the dream. This is it. But yeah, car is destroyed completely, as Roy said. And, and Kit is in one piece, not really a scratch, just like pieces of car just spread out across the desert. Just everywhere, like a million tiny pieces. And uh, <laughs> Michael's like, can you hear me? Kit? Kit. And Kit's like, Kit. if I say if I say yes, can you promise we never have to do that again? <laughs> That's so classic, Kit. And yeah. Michael's like, never say never. <laughs> I'm going to put you through so much trash in the next couple seasons. You don't even know, bro. <laughs> but Britt, after this, Michael is driving John to endless summer. Or yeah. so we think. <laughs> Yeah, John and Michael, they're best friends now, apparently. And they're driving down the boardwalk. And Michael says, we used the reward we got from returning the cash that was stolen from the ATM to buy you the marine shop. Take that. Yeah. Mandy's like, uh, I thought he said that Mandy thought you would want to invest it this way. And he says, watch out, man. She's already spending your money. Oh, oh. It's almost like they're closing the chapter on a horrible joke they made earlier in the episode. Another gold digger joke. Oy. Mandy's a gold digger. I do like, though, that Devin comes on and he's like, what $5,000 reward? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Michael's all coy. I, I don't know, girls. I'll oh, let no. you know. But, <laughs> but that, guys, this gave me the freaks. Creeps, excuse me. It gave me both. I like the freaks. I like that. It gave me the freaks. We're in the desert. Right. Like panning across all of Carr's remnants. Sad. And I have it written in my notes. It says, still beeping. Holy. Still beeping. I have it in my notes. Carr still alive? Question mark, question mark, question mark. (laughs) Is he? Do you know? Do you know the answer? I do know the answer. Is he alive? I don't believe they ever brought him back for this version of the show, but they definitely what? brought Carr back for the reboots of the show. So Carr has, does live again in the Knight Rider 2000, I think is the name of the show, something like that. Now, can I say there's a couple of things here that there's a couple of times where John was completely dressed in normal cool guy clothes and he's standing with Carr. Carr's got his little yellow light. Uh, you know, Kit has a red light. And I thought to myself, like, NBC should have made a, an anti-hero Knight Rider show. Oh, wow. Yes. They should yeah. have made another show with this guy and Carr. It would have been genius. That would have been like like the Param opposite nights. Opposite nights. It could be, you know, the uh, John and the, and the car or whatever they want. It could have been great. 
because he's really cut from the same cloth as Michael. Um, but, you know, if Kit had been evil, maybe Michael would have been doing bad shit, too. That's so true. Maybe they could have been better together. Because, I mean, exactly. they, they're basically the same person. They, they look the same. Like, this is a younger Hasselhoff. It's a type. I wow. had the same thought. I got fan fiction uh, vibe <laughs> a couple of times. Like, man, I need to I need to do something about this. You not, need to write that down. But I'm not. No, of course not. <laughs> of course you won't. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Can you tell us uh, like what you're working on and where people can find you on the social medias and stuff? The best place to find me is on Instagram at Ghetto Geppetto. That's G-H-E-T-T-O-G-E-P-P-E-T-T-O on Instagram. And I'm working with my character Hoodfoot and trying to make a pilot for a TV style show. You know, you can't say TV show anymore because everything is not on TV, you know. That's For so true. So true. And because of the uh, coronas, uh, a lot of stuff is halted. Uh, but as soon as we get the okay, we're going to go and film a proof of concept. So awesome. Check it out. And it's mascots, uh, puppets, cartoons, and humans all in the same thing. I love it. That is so cool. I can't wait to see it. Check it out. Roy, yeah, thanks again. That is this is so awesome for being on the show. That's great. Yeah, this is this has been great. I love it. I love television. You guys are super cool. I, 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 I've listened to the show a few times. I'll listen to it more now since I'm on it. But well, you're going to be yeah. on it, so. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. Of course. Next time, people can expect to see this next episode. Rob, can you believe it? Oh. Next episode's going to be our season finale of season three. Wow. Thank God we made it this far. Everyone knows who our special guest is, and uh, we are covering Beverly Hills 90210. (gasps) Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Rob, tell them where we can find us on social media. Oh, if you're on Instagram, you can find us at The TV Show Show. And if you're on Twitter or anything else that doesn't have our account, you can just use the hashtag Pink Jeans. There we go. Nice. Thanks again, Roy. You're the best. Thank you. I won't see you at this Comic-Con, but I will see you in the Comic-Cons of the future. Yes, where we all wear bubbles and astronaut outfits. That's right. Exactly. Awesome. Very cool. All right. All right y'all. We'll see you soon. All right. See ya. Bye.